award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition, this special edition special. of Tennessee Wildcast. It's our 200th episode, and I am excited to have Mr. Ed Carter as our guest today. Ed, thanks for being here. Uh, what a pleasure to be here, especially on this, as you say, special day. Yeah, 200, 200th episode. Mr. Don King is here as well, helping me co-host. And you bet, you bet. And uh, man, it's my pleasure to be here. I'm sorry I wasn't here for the first I was. I was here, but I was in another room, I think, because <laughs> Doug Markham was uh, kind of heading up the Wildcast at that time, and Jason was co-hosting with him. And, uh, I remember it well. So. Yeah. yeah, our first two shows were with Ed Carter here, and uh, I thought, well, let's get him back in for the 200th episode, talk about retirement, because you've now since retired and enjoying your time away and with family and things like that, so I thought this would be great. So, uh, Well, you're right. It's been... I didn't know when I was going to retire, but when I did, it seemed very strange. <laughs> but the last two months, I'm trying to get used to not having a schedule. I'm doing okay with that. <laughs> and we are really liking the new uniform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, for, for those listening on the radio, uh, Director Carter has got a, a Bermuda Islands uh, T-shirt on and some shorts and, a, and boat shoes. And, uh, man, he's, he is good to go here. I think it looks great on you. Yeah. yeah. If, if I were still director, I think I'd recommend it for the entire agency. <laughs> well, right now, a lot of, uh, of our folks are working from home because of COVID and, and things like that. So I'm sure this is the attire for a lot of people these days. That's right. And I was, I was just thinking, you know, earlier today about Director Carter. You know, I mean, in many know you as ed you know uh for for many years but i mean once you're director you're always director it's kind (laughs) of like being president yeah you know know, uh no matter how many years pass after after uh you retire whatever it's uh you'll you'll always be director so that's cool that's a that's a pleasing thought that i guess one of the big differences in president and director president comes with a house and utilities <laughs> <laughs> and, a de- and a security detail that you don't have to worry about and i'm proud of that yeah really <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so what have you been up to uh you've been, you've been retired for almost a month now i guess or so and what you've been up to well the very you know the, my last day was may the 29th which was also a commission meeting on a friday uh-huh and we picked the grandkids up at 8 o'clock the next morning, and they stayed for a month. Wow. So then an, another group of grandkids came in, and right now it's just Karen, my wife, and me at home. So we're kind of looking at each other going, wow, what are we going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's, you know, everybody's busy in the agency without a doubt. But I've, It was for a long time I had to even schedule phone calls just to make sure that I had that time set up and had the time to do it. And going from that to not really having a schedule at all, I still have little panic attacks. I'll kind of wake up and go, oh, oh my gosh, what what am I supposed to be doing right now? And I go, well, nothing. So so Karen will send me to mow the yard. That's a great feeling. We we bought a little cabin about a year ago. Matter of fact, a year ago on August the 1st up in Roan Mountain. So we've spent a little more time up there than we've ever done before. Used to, 
Well, one quick story. She, sure. Karen was talking the other day. She said, do you think maybe we could go up on, could you get off on Friday and then we, we could take a long weekend at my daughter's house? She said, Mom. You forgot, haven't you? So anyway, we said, yeah, we can do that. We can go as long as you want to go. As a matter of fact, Thursday would be all right, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so we've done a little bit of that. Other than that, we've just, between there and home, we haven't been anywhere. Because, you know, the COVID thing kind of mm-hmm. restricts all of that, which has made a huge difference. I still talk to my counterparts in the other parts of the of the U.S. Right. And, and some in Canada, but... Across the board, the thing that's that's hit me more than anything else is how many people f- have forgotten how much fun it was to be in the outdoors, uh-huh. and all of a sudden they're going, you know, I think I remember how much fun this was, and I, and I know that license sales are way up, usage on all of our areas is way up, and so it, it's been great to see that side, and, and uh, I called my friend in Florida the other day, and he said, we can't keep boats in the dealerships. He said mm. everybody's buying boats. Everybody's right. getting out on the water. You go to a sporting goods store and the firearms and ammunition are down to nothing. So, hey, you know, if there is any glimmer of bright side at all, this is one of them. Uh huh. That's right. I think a lot of people have reconnected with the outdoors and with their, you know, family members that they might not have had the time to introduce to the outdoors uh, as as they might have before mm. oh absolutely yeah and i know i've heard families doing that where where it used to be a lot of times somebody and their friend would go do something now it's their family and them going to then that's i think driving a lot of the boat sales and the fact that hey we can all be in the same boat at the same time and, and there's the other side of that is hey if we got them in the boat they can't go anywhere else <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah you got that influence on them there on the boat and they can't get in trouble uh that's something i've I found with my family, been able to hang out with them more, you know, still working from home, working hard, making things happen, but it, you don't have that drive time back and forth from work. And Yeah, that's about two hours a day when you total exactly. it up for you, isn't it? Yeah, so it's been been great to be home with family and be able to do things like that. So, Hey, and there's not a better antiseptic for that virus from what I hear than sunlight and fresh air, too, yeah. so, so yeah. that's a good thing. It really is. I'd, and I'm planning on doing a little bit more of that, and I have... You know, when you work for the agency, everybody assumes that you're hunting fish all right, the time. Right, yeah. And you find out, hey, I get to watch a lot of other people hunting <laughs> fish, but I don't have very much time to go do that myself. So now I know you all are the exact same way. When you get that chance, it's great to go do it. And as a retiree, which I'm I'm finding out all kinds of stuff about Social Security and Medicare and all that kind of stuff oh, that I never yeah. knew before. <laughs> but but in any case, it, it's it's been great to have the still have the relationship with the folks and, and still – Still feel like a part of the agency for sure, which I, I'll always feel that way, regardless. Yeah, there'll be retirement parties and other things for you to come back and visit and hang out with us some more and do. Well, things. a little birdie told us you got recruited for a for some some sage advice here the last couple of days too. You know, <laughs> with the with our new directors and and all. So, yeah. uh, so that's always great. They that can, that they, was fun. They huh? have you around to, to tap for, mm-hmm. for information. Mostly, they'd bring up something, I'd go, well, I wouldn't do it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or you can say, well, it ain't my problem now, is it? (laughs) Yeah, you've probably seen the shirt my wife got me. It says retired 2020, not my problem anymore. (laughs) But but working for the agency was never a problem. It was something I loved from day one. But it was a cute little shirt. Yeah, (laughs) I like it. I like it. 
you mentioned your cabin, you, and uh, that's getting you back up toward home where you grew up, right? Yeah, really. This up that's Carter County, which oddly enough, it's on Tom's Creek, which is my brother, and of course Carter County being my last name. <laughs> my wife said, "I just can't get away from it, no matter where we go." <laughs> but, but anyway, that's that's been fun, and yeah, growing up in Hawkins County was not that far away, and then. A lot of my life was spent in, in Blunt County, so mm. that whole area around us still feels like home. But uh, anyway, it's nice to be able to go back and forth. You know, it's funny. Uh, we we recently did a radio show in, in the run-up to your official retirement in uh, with Larry Ray over in, in Memphis. And we kind of surprised you with some of the guests that we had you know call in and and wish you well but dave woodward told a really funny story and uh can you relate that to us about about you you mentioned home in in pressman's home i think yeah in hawkins county there's a place called pressman's home and it was literally the headquarters of the international printing pressman's association and it's where people from literally all over the united states would come there to learn different aspects of the printing things dave and i we're in college at the same time. Dave used to be chief of our information education division and, and worked in other things here in the agency. So we went only went to school together, but grew up together in the agency. But on our first meeting in college, we talked about where we were from and all that. And I said, well, I'm from Pressman's home. And I got this little nod from Dave. And then later on, he was talking about, I don't ever get to eat a good meal anymore. And I said, well, why don't you come over to the house? And, and my mom fixed his grape. He said, your mom is like a... Your adopted mom? I said, what What do you mean? He said, I mean, that's not your real parents, right? I said, I'm lost, Dave. What are you talking about? He said, well, Pressman's home, that is an orphanage, isn't it? <laughs> so, so anyway, that, that was the way our, we started out. And, and, uh, he, and Dad began to call him the moocher because he came so often after that. <laughs> Well, your mom's cooking. Oh, you can't. You well, you've can't had beat part that. of that. Oh, yeah, I sure have. Mm. Breakfast, especially. Well, yeah. that's what Dave would come for. I'd, he at least would get up to early to get gravy and biscuits and tenderloin. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that. Oh man, that's great. So, have you had any chances to get outside and fish or do any hunting since? I know it's been a short time and it's been kind of hot right now, but you know, I've done some shooting. All right, bit, yeah, but haven't done any hunting. I don't think that. Well, none at all of that. I've been fishing a few times, but that, that was, like I said, we've had the grandkids, so mm-hmm. I, I call it fishing. It was mostly line untangling. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> that kind of thing. But, <laughs> yeah. but we caught bluegill, and we caught a fish or two that, that they thought was just enormous, I, and I went along with that. Yeah. So. It's a trophy. Trophy to them, for sure. Where'd you guys go? Well, the first time out on Percy Priest, uh-huh. and then there's a, that little creek I was telling you about has some brook trout in it, so oh. we've been able to. He wanted to catch them with his hands, and I was good to let him try that. And he's still trying, <laughs> 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 but but anyway, the, the rest of them, my granddaughters and and my and my daughter, my youngest daughter. It loves to fish. She moved to Key West when she got out of high school just because she liked the water sports and the, and the fishing, but. So pretty much the whole family loves to fish. Oh, neat, mm. neat. I didn't realize that about Christy that she taking it up down there. Yeah, she called me one day on on Thanksgiving morning. She said, "Guess what I'm doing?" And I said, "Cooking a turkey." And she said, <laughs> "No, I'm tarpon fishing." And I caught a hundred pound tarpon just oh, a few wow. minutes ago. So oh, I thought, man. well, I was surprised she ever moved back home. But anyway, huh. it's been been fun to see them enjoy the outdoors as well. That's neat. Well, I think. 
it's part of the family. I mean, the whole family loves to be outdoors. Uh, your granddaughter works with bears in Georgia, right? And yeah, doing this, all kinds of work like that. She's a research biologist in Georgia for the Georgia Department doing bear research. And, and up near the cabin again, going back, everybody in the family loves to, to hike. Uh-huh. So we walked the Appalachian Trail the other day for oh, about only about five miles, but is it 6,000 feet and beautiful. I mean, you can see oh, out man. over all the mountains. and. It, so we're having way more time to get out and do things as as a group, like we talked about earlier. Wow, yeah, that's awesome. So what's uh, what's something you miss from the agency? I know you got to miss something, you know, seeing the people, or or I mean, you loved your job, you loved everything you did, from boating, law enforcement, to being a director, and it, yeah, I can literally say there was never anything in the agency that that I didn't like to do. I I just well maybe cleaning out the. The animal cages wasn't my favorite, but, but other than that, I, I've loved everything I ever did, and and, and I miss uh, friends of mine told me when I retired in the other states, they said what you're going to miss first is the people, and and I have, and of course the people inside the agency, which I work with this every day, and we talk about it being a family around here, and I really feel that way. So it's like as I told people, I felt like I was running away from home, and and. Uh, I, I still miss seeing everybody on a regular basis, but the, this whole COVID thing for the last t- three months of my time that I worked for the agency kind of broke me in, I guess, right. weaned me off of seeing everybody every day. Uh-huh. So I've missed that part, but I missed the interaction, too, with all the different groups. Uh, you know, you, you name them, there's too many to start, but from Ducks Unlimited to the Turkey Federation to Parks and Greenways and the Land Trust and the Conservation Fund and all those people who just want to be – aligned with what we do and, and, the, and where he works so closely together. So I'm missing all the the stuff. The, I, I guess I don't know that I was ever on the leading edge of any of that, but I was certainly close enough to see it from sure. what everybody else was doing. And I'm sure you get invites to to functions from, from those, those folks as well. Somewhat, but again, so many functions have been canceled and oh, they're yeah. not even available. So I, I still talk to folks on the phone, but... Uh, that's about it. Uh-huh. Sure, a lot of people have you on speed dial because your knowledge and experience is, is something to keep in your back pocket. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I always tell them you know, it's free advice, and that's all it's worth. <laughs> but, but it's been good to, to talk. I got a call the other day from a friend up in Canada that works with Ducks Unlimited Canada, and we talked about what was going on up there and, and the interaction back and forth. and. He mentioned coming back up and doing some stuff with them, so I'm hoping I'm not completely out of the loop. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Well, uh, I was I'm thinking about deer seasons around the corner. Are you looking forward to that? Are you going to try to get out there and do some deer hunting? Oh, without a doubt. I got two brand new rifles to try out. All right, good. <laughs> I've got you know, the the commission the commissioners uh, made up a little fund and bought me a. a it's a 6.5 Creedmoor from Barrett, and now Barrett being a Tennessee company was very special. Yeah. So looking forward to, to going and trying that one out. And then the, our foundation, of course, that we work with so closely, gave me a, a Henry 4440. I was comparing the ballistics on the two. It's, a, it's like the, the 6.5 has a range. It's like gun enthusiasts would say, well, you know what you're talking about. Because I remember it was about 2,500 feet a second, and the 4440 is like 788 feet a second. So there's a little bit of difference, oh, but wow. the size of the lead it's throwing is pretty different, too. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Bought a new fishing rod. So I got a lot of stuff to just break in. If, if I can 
I, I lose Karen's list every now and then <laughs> and go and do I, the other stuff. I'm sure that's a significant list, too. Man. Well, it's been building a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, yeah. I, I'd say sighting those guns, it'll be fun. Have you had a chance to do that yet or get them? I, I haven't. Of the times that we were going to go sight them in, which not making excuses for family because I wouldn't have it any other yeah. way but we've been so tied up with that we'd, the times that we had to go do that uh, the friends that I were going to go with uh, that have to cite them in it would rain us out or oh, something yeah. so, so we're still trying to put that together well we can highly recommend the uh, the range out at Cheatham because we were out there uh, with with Mike Parsley doing some sighting in. and uh, Yeah, we just put out, uh, Don and Todd shot a video. We put it out uh, just recently. And yeah. So if you don't know how to sight it in, we can teach you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, it would save me several rounds of ammunition. I'm sure uh, I need to watch that. Yeah. But I that, think it would be cool to have him back to be on an episode with us. Maybe yeah. he could be the, the talent there and help, yeah. us, I, help us. Just count me in on that. <laughs> you know, the, the Barrett folks came down to the range at Buffalo Ridge down there, and they let me shoot one of their 50 caliber sniper rifles at a at a thousand yards oh and wow literally all i did was sit there and aim they did all the scope work and took in the rotation of the earth and on and on and on and, <laughs> and, and anyway it, it, it was kind of funny because even at the speed those things travel you pull the trigger and then you wait for a second and hear this bing on the other end when it hits the metal target so oh, wow. that was really fun oh that's great thousand yards man so I wanted to bring this up. I didn't. I don't want. I wrote, wrote a note here so I don't forget. But a day to remember. What's one day? And there's probably many. But what's one day at, uh, at work or with the agency that you'll never forget? I'm sure you've got some stories in your back pocket that you can't <laughs> tell. But <laughs> what's uh, that one? What's that one time that you'll never forget? I, there's. You're right. There's so many. Uh, I don't know that anyone just really stands out. Some of them were. were were funny some of them were sad some of them were you know somewhere in between i've a lot of them were just literally fun one that always jumps out to me is one day when we were trapping turkeys up on land between the lakes and the other fellow was with me i set up the net and it's a rocket net and of course when you when you shoot the rocket off the rockets pull the net over the top of the turkey well i forgot to hook the net to the rockets (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so so when the turkeys came and I hit the button and it, the rockets fired, I'm, I'm assuming the people up at Fort Campbell think they were under attack because <laughs> we don't know where those rockets went. Holy <laughs> oh, smokes. But, and, and that was smoke. That, that's the other side of that. You know, you see these signs on the interstates that says, turn off your two-way radios. Mm-hmm. Well, the charges you use are literally out. the same kind of thing they use in the old howitzers that you in the – you have to twist all the wires together, make sure no electronic stuff. One of the guys one day went to go out and get a hamburger for us and bring it back. So while he's gone, he unhooks his his rockets, puts them in the car, but forgot to twist the things together. And he called me on the radio and he says, hey, what? And that was about, that was it. And he, eventually he shows back up and he opens the van door and smoke's rolling out of it. <laughs> oh, no. And, and he handed me a bag with mustard all running out the side of it. He said, I think you had mustard. This one's yours, and it, it burned the net in the back of his oh truck, burned the back of his, the, the seat that he was in, and just scorched my hamburger, which is the terrible part of all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. But this goes to show you, you you, you got to be careful with those things, and it does happen. So I, I take those signs literally now on the interstate. Wow. I remember one other day too that I know is 
kind of burned in the memory. Uh, Alan Jackson's famed concert <laughs> that never happened. It was Ooh. it was the second of or going to be the second, I think, or the third one of of a series. Yep. And uh, they had the stage all built, and man, it was a gorgeous bluebird day. And uh, five thousand boats <laughs> over on Center Hill. Yeah, and all the boats had shown up, and they were all. You know, working their way in and tying off, and everybody was in a party mood, and and so I was riding around in the boat with some of our guys, taking some pictures and video and stuff, and everybody was anticipating the concert, and and we even saw Alan out in his wood boat. You know, he was out tooling around. I don't think yep. anybody recognized that that was him out really? there boating. But uh, anyway, we were getting ready, and all of a sudden, this storm blows up. I mean, a storm to beat all storms. Remember when we had our straight-line winds a few, uh-huh. uh, just a little while back? It was a kind of a storm like that, wasn't it, it, it was exactly that, I think. It just came out of nowhere. And uh, so all of a sudden, we would go from this beautiful, calm day, uh, everybody having a good time, blue skies, to... a almost tornadic winds that were whipping the boats around and there were there were capsized boats and and of course they're everybody's tied off to each other so if one goes down the other one's in jeopardy too and wow and uh and i remember director carter out there on a (laughs) on a jet ski wrangling boats i mean he with all everything he had and that was all he had was that jet ski but he was doing what he could and grabbing lines and and pulling stuff in and uh i think i've still got video of that i need to get you a copy i, yeah, I do remember that. i remember houseboats going over the top of bass boats and, oh. and it, it was absolutely unreal and, and boats were literally put in i hate to say it, piles but if you're 16 feet, your your boat was over there, and the wreck boats for 25 feet were over here, and the houseboats were somewhere else. But amazingly, not a single injury out uh-huh. of all of those people. But our dispatchers were on top of that. They said, hey, guys, you need to be aware. Radar's showing whatever it was. Uh-huh. And a guy on a houseboat called me over, and he goes, hey, uh, come here and look at this. And I get on, he had radar on board his boat, and it, it just a big red blob oh, headed man. our way. So we literally went out and told everybody, hey, check your anchors, put your life jackets on, everybody get out of the water, get in the boat. And boy, when it came, it blew the stage over. It right. blew, blew all the speakers over. And boats and stuff were everywhere. So needless to say, the concert did not happen that day, and I guess there hasn't <laughs> been one since. Nope. No, nope, wow. I guess that was the end of it. Was everything in the water? I hate I didn't get to experience it. Was it was not the stage was not in the water, oh. but it had torqued it and tweaked it so much that it wasn't supporting wow. this like Ed said, the speakers mm-hmm. and all anymore. So they wow. had to just basically go in and tear it down. So yeah, and there were so many things leading up to that. Somebody told me when they said, Hey, you need to go check on this lady over there on her boat. She's she's got a fire on the front of her boat there, she's gonna grill some stuff and I it's not all that unusual, but it's not very safe. But I go over there just to check on her. She did have a fire on board her boat, not in a grill, she just built a fire on the front of her boat. So we took care of that one. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I'm sure you've seen many things out on the water during your time as a as a law enforcement guy. Oh, gosh. Boating. Yeah, I, we could spend two or three more programs just <laughs> talking about some of those things that, as you say, etched in your memory that were so funny at the time. And I, I'm sure they weren't funny to the people that they were happening to, but, well, some of them were. But. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, your days of um, 
slinging nets and and on the water and things like that. What's a restoration moment that stands out? Did you ever get to release the elk? Did you open the gate for those or? I, I didn't. I, I was obviously I wasn't director when that was going right, on. Right, right. I was, but uh, I, I didn't do any of the actual elk work. Uh, I have since done some, but not at the time it first opened. But we did do a few deer and of course a lot of turkey. Mm. Uh, I remember having deer in the, in the trunk of my car at times, and have them kick the back seat out. Of, <laughs> just it's pretty, pretty been pretty interesting. That over was the back years. in a day when there weren't a lot of agency vehicles too. I mean, a lot of a lot of yep. the employees were driving their own personal vehicles to do their work. Yeah, I remember. I won't use his name because he might get embarrassed. But when he's an officer, he drove a Volkswagen Beetle, <laughs> and it was blue on top of that. And he put his little blue light on top of it; and it looked like a bubble on a bubble. <laughs> oh man! Well, one thing before we run out of time, I wanted to bring up was the um, the new piece of property. I say not maybe a new piece, but it's Name's been sake. renamed. Yeah, uh, tell us about that, Ed. That was an well, honor, right? I mean, that has to. It was a tremendous honor that I didn't have any idea was coming. That took me a minute to even understand what was going on. But at the very last commission meeting, uh, the chairman of the commission, uh, Kurt Holbert, was saying, "We got one more piece of thing we do to need to vote on here about the management areas." And I literally thought it was a season change, and he's. They renamed what we call Tackett Creek at the time to the to Ed Carter unit, and I, it still kind of takes me back to think that they did that. It, we've worked on that for quite some time with the Nature Conservancy and others, about a 43,000 addition to, to the area. And yeah, that's, that's a, an honor for sure. I'm really glad it wasn't the Ed Carter Memorial. <laughs> but at the same time, it, it was really quite special to me and my family. Uh, it kind of choked me up, honestly, mm-hmm. just to, to think that they would do that, and I, and I really appreciate that so much. I bet your wife, Karen, probably poked you and said, there's another Carter <laughs> chunk of land up there. <laughs> yeah, let's don't ever go there. <laughs> so so now there, there could be elk roaming on the Egg Carter unit. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina, that's pretty cool. No doubt. Well, I, you know, I've been around that area before, so I've, I plan to go back up there and look just at that one just to uh-huh. see. What is going on, and see how the research project's going with the elk, and yeah, that's just, that's going to be different. And I, I, I assume if the sign goes up, if if there is a sign, I don't even know if there is, but I, I might take a sharpie and write Ed on the bottom of it. <laughs> oh, you have to get your picture made with it for sure. I told the guys, I said, man, if we'd known. We could have went up to North Carolina and did the show on the Ed Carter unit. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would have been fun. This is a little closer to home. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, the equipment's on wheels. We can pretty well take it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you guys have done a great job with this. I, I know when we were first starting out 200 shows ago, yeah. that this, I wonder if this will work. And I know you've done it in, in a variety of other ways, but now just with the different radio stations picking it up, some TV stations picking it up. Right. Uh, I'm hoping that it's it's doing all y'all had hoped for. Yeah. Well, it's it's definitely grown, and we, uh, we're we excited about where it's going to go in the future. And, That's right. And, we appreciate the TV stations that have picked it up and the yeah. radio, our radio affiliates. We really appreciate them. So, yeah. Well, thanks for having me, guys. It's been great. And we yeah, wouldn't yeah. have had it any other way for 200 episodes we had to have you here. And, uh, <laughs> we're just glad to see you again, be able to talk with you and it's been fun well, hope to see you again soon yeah looking forward to it yeah have to go fishing absolutely well i want to say thank you to all the listeners and all the folks that's been watching for 
for all this time, 200 shows in, and we're going to keep rolling and keep getting this information out to you. So keep coming back, keep watching, and keep tuning in. And we'll see you next time on Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then. Thank you.